Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Set back by Madison for Seoul! Spurs silence the place! And Madison can drive... Welcome back to your daily Spurred On podcast with me, Barnaby Slater. Thank you so much for watching and listening so far. Don't forget, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, say, you can also watch on YouTube uh, at Barnaby Slater underscore and vice versa. Go and find it at all your favourite podcast platforms. It's called the Spurred On podcast. But let's get going. It's Wednesday, so that's going to mean Transfer Gossip Day. I'm going to start with uh, a rumour of a transfer out from Spurs, according to the Gazzetta della Sport in Italy, and that's Pierre-Emil Hoiberg. This is an interesting one for me because obviously he's not getting many minutes for Spurs at the moment. A lot of fans have been saying for a few years now, Hoiberg is the problem for us in central midfield. He doesn't play it forward enough. He plays it too sideways and too backwards. And it has to be said that since Ange Postacoglu has come in, that has kind of become clear that he's not really rated by Ange to start in the first 11 and has obviously been superseded by Pat Matassar, um, James Madison obviously going forward and Yves Basuma, who is to me the key to our midfield uh, at the moment. So Pierre is on the outside a little bit coming off the bench. Now what I do want to say is every single time he's come off the bench for Spurs this season I've been incredibly impressed. I've always wondered about Pierre because for Denmark when he plays he plays a lot more kind of forward thinking scores quite a lot of goals and of course he did score that amazing goal against Marseille away in the Champions League for us last season so he is capable and it seems to me like it's possible that under Jose and Conte he was asked to be you know the number six the building blocks and midfield and and not really not really told to do anything more than just sit in front of his back three or back four depending on which manager it was and yeah, so every time he's come on for Ange, he, he's kind of changed the game a little bit and he's been impressive. Um, and I wonder if there's a chance for him to stay at Spurs. It's only going to be another injury or two uh, in central midfield and he'd be starting. But 
the rumour that is uh, in the Gazette de la Sport is that he will be going to Juventus for £28 million this January. That's to say that if Juventus can stump up £28 million, then Tottenham would be willing to accept that money and let Pierre leave. For me, it's got to be dependent on whether Bentoncourt recovers well from his ACL injury. He's due back, I think, in the next few weeks. He's been training, and Postacoglu said he's been battering down his door, saying, can I play, can I play, can I play? But uh, they're being very careful with him, and rightly so. And ACL injuries can be difficult to come back from. So, if Bentoncourt comes back and is at the level that he was before his injury, then yeah, I think it's possible we can let uh, Hoiberg go, because we've got then Bentoncourt in back in, uh, to come in, and obviously Oliver Skip, who I personally think can do pretty much everything that Hoiberg can do. But if Bentancur is struggling or we get another injury, I would be a little reticent to let him go in January. The second rumour I want to talk about is the Portuguese attacking midfielder Jota. Previously at Celtic, playing under Ange Postacoglu, scored a lot of goals for them, a really talented player. He moved from Celtic for £25 million to the Saudi league, to Al Ittihad, and then... Unfortunately for him, because they have a foreign players quota over there, he wasn't chosen to be registered for their Saudi Pro League squad. So he's over there kind of training. He's had a bit of an injury, but he's not allowed to play any games. He, to me, would be a great signing. If we can get him for anywhere between 15 and 20 million pounds, get him in because he can be the backup to James Madison. Very similar player, quick feet, bit of pace as well, can beat a man. Also, he has an unbelievable strike, both from open play, but also he's a great free kick taker. So at the moment, you know, we know we're kind of slightly nursing Madison through a bit of an injury and he's getting some bad tackles because opposition teams know that he is the key to our play. Gio Lacelso, I'd say, is the backup for him at the moment, but he's been injured again, does get injury prone. And also, we've never really seen him consistently play brilliantly in the Premier League. So Jota, Ange knows him. Really good player, potentially available at a, a decent price. I'd be tempted to get him in. Uh, not only, did, as I said, is he uh, you know has a great strike and a good free kick taker. He's also willing to get in behind, a bit like Madison did for that goal at Bournemouth. I've seen lots of uh, games where he's got in behind and, and scored goals there, and is also a great back post finisher from that attacking midfielder role. He loves getting in those pockets, loves getting his foot on the ball. Flair player, another flair player like we needed at Spurs for years. We've got Madison, we could do with another one. I say get him in. He's only 24 years old, got a good uh, technical background, started at Benfica before going to uh, to Celtic, did brilliantly at Celtic. I know the Celtic fans love him. Great finisher. I would get him in. The next uh, rumour is a Mexican player called Santiago Jimenez. He's 22 years old and he plays for Feyenoord in Holland. He's a striker. He's a big number nine. Bit of a lump actually, like really tall, holds it up well, good in the air and a good finisher. He's scored, uh, what's he called, 25 and 39 for Feyenoord since being at the Dutch club and only four in 20 though for Mexico, which is, I don't know, haven't watched much international football playing, uh, watching Mexico, so I can't really comment on that. What I would say is it can be a bit of hit and miss buying players from Dutch clubs. For every, you know, Ruud van Nistelrooy, there's a Matthias Kesman or, dare I say it, a Vincent Janssen. This one seems interesting to me because obviously we bought Valise this summer and uh, he came on off the bench against Liverpool and he's another kind of number nine target man and is younger. So would would us buying this player from Holland kind of block his pathway? I'd be a little bit worried about that. But maybe, I wonder if we're rumoured to be interested in him because we're looking for options at the bench at the moment. Lots of people have spoken since the Liverpool game about how there weren't 
brilliant attacking options off the bench and maybe that's why he's looking for that uh, we're looking for that kind of player he's a left footer as I say from everything I've seen of him when he gets in behind or he gets a chance he's a good finisher he gets in the right little places he he sniffs out a goal but I don't know I don't think he's the next Harry Kane for us and I would be very surprised if that deal came through another rumor that's doing the rounds again Edson Tapsoba from Leverkusen. We were linked with him very heavily this summer. In fact, I'd say we were kind of almost sure we were going to get him at one point, but then uh, Van der Ven kind of seemed to supersede him and we, we put the money on Van der Ven instead. Tapsoba in January, I think it could make sense. We do need another another centre-half just in case one of Romero and Van der Ven get injured. He's highly rated, has done really well for Leverkusen, who are having an amazing season again under uh, Xabi Alonso. And if the possibility of a deal is there, I know he was rumoured to be potentially signing a new contract a few months ago. That could potentially be to make sure that uh, uh, a a kind of um, transfer fee number, kind of minimum fee release clause is put in there. And if we're willing to meet that, if that is in there, then I think it would be a shrewd move in terms of getting depth into the squad going forward. Be interesting to see this January whether Daniel Levy is, you know, let's say we're in the upper echelons of the league doing better than we expected to do. Will he be willing to push the boat out a little bit and provide some money for depth in the squad? Interesting. I'm not sure. We'll see. But it seemed like we spent, you know, the 100 million we got for Harry Kane last year and about 50 to 75 million more, uh, sorry, in the summer. But that feels to me like there should be a little bit left over. So it'll be interesting to see whether we're willing to push the boat out in January. Another couple of rumours just want to talk about. The Even Tony rumour is still doing the rounds, but also he's interesting everybody. Arsenal, Chelsea. Apparently we are potentially interested, which would, you know, I guess ring true if we're looking at number nines. Uh, and uh, Tony obviously is, is in a difficult place at the moment because of his betting ban. So I think it's right that we should be looking at him. He is proven in terms of scoring. And if Ange wants something different in there or to push Sonny back out to the left, then Tony would be a great option. Could we get him for a cut price deal like we did with Madison? Anything between 40, 50, 60 million pounds. If we were willing to pay 60 million pounds for Richarlison, we should be willing to pay 60 million pounds for even Tony, if you ask me. Finally, I want to talk about another outgoing rumour. Eric Dyer to Roma. To me, this seems like one of the most obvious transfers of all time. We know that Jose Mourinho loved Eric Dyer when he was at Spurs. The only issue could be, will Jose still be at Roma when it comes to January? Eric Dyer only has six months left on his contract when it comes to January. Can we get a little cut price fee like we did when Ericsson went to Inter Milan, get a few million pounds in for Eric Dyer, who is not really in the pecking order under Big Ange at Spurs? I think Eric Dyer's had a great career for Spurs. I think he's given unnecessary abuse a lot of the time. He's always worked hard. And he's been an important cog in the change room throughout that time. But it's clear that he's not going to sign a new contract because we're not offering one. And it's probably time for us to uh, allow him to leave. And if we can get a few million in, all the better. Anyway, guys, let me know in the comments below what you think of those transfer rumors. What else have you heard? Ask any questions you want. And please subscribe to the channel if you're on YouTube. And if you're following on Apple Podcasts or any of your podcast platforms, drop a little comment. And uh, thank you so much for listening and watching. See you next time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 